Hey, Garrett. Yeah? I have something really important to talk to you about. Okay, hit me. We need a disaster preparedness plan because Digimon are coming into the real world and they could hurt us. Okay. Yeah, so I um, I put together some important questions that I think we need to answer. Um, All right. So the first one is, um, what is our shelter plan? Um, this this secret recording bunker that we record in every week. Oh, that's smart. Okay, perfect. Uh, and what is your evacuation route? Um, generally, we're already in the bunker, so to stay put. Man, we're on top of this. This is great. Okay. Uh, what is our communication plan? The internet. But what if they break the internet? I, I think that hurts them. Okay. Uh, and here is a stack of forms that I need you to fill out. Um, um, how about we just record this episode instead? Uh, that's like a yeah, signature, okay. right? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this is episode 108, where we talk about episode 38 of things. Woot woot. And it's Christmas, I guess, again. Well, it's Christmas in one world, and then in the other world, it's like June. But there was snow. Well, there was snow because of... Them being in the digital world, not the real world. Don't worry about it. Christmas. You don't worry about it. I I won't. Okay, cool. That is like the first thing you will ever not worry about. <laughs> I just want to mark this momentous occasion. I won't. It's, it's on audio now. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, uh, the... Season 2 episode was called A Very Digi Christmas, or Holy Night, the Big Digimon Reunion. Okay, this week he says, Holy Night, Large Assembly of Digimon. <laughs> uh, interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying what the wiki says. Interesting. Okay. Um... Well, this wiki says something different. That's fair. Wikis are allowed to differentiate. Well, they shouldn't. They should know what it actually says. Well, you know, translation versus localization, it's hard. I wonder if it's this word, daishugo, that is, like, not being translated the same way. This wiki says, oshugo. There's no D in there. Hmm... Interesting. Um, hmm, okay. Not super important. Um, 
Do you want to tell me about this episode or you want to tell me about Atman? I can tell you about this episode. This is fine. Okay. Uh, Well, did you see, did you heard, did you tell me about Christmas? Did I hear? I did hear. I said heard. There's a D in there. I heard her, which is fine. Um, I did indeed see and hear, and I will tell you. Okay, cool. Um, Go for it. <laughs> so essentially, um, they're smacking down a bunch of towers, and they're like, "Yeah!" and they're all excited. But Ken's nervous, so Ken then they figure out he's nervous, and they find out it's because he has invitations for them, and they kind of do all this fun Christmas stuff. Um, the first half of the episode is them like bringing the first gen kids back or their Digimon, and then going to Matt's concert, and um, also the older kids are going to the concert, the younger kids are going to um, the party at Ken's house. And then, uh, then bad Digimon show up at Matt's concert because apparently they hate his music and they start trashing things. Um, but they can't, the older kids again can't Digivolve because apparently, well, the kids couldn't anyway, they're Digimon can't Digivolve. And, uh, that's because there's a tower. So then they contact the younger kids, the younger kids come and then they suck all the bad Digimon into the computer and they realize the Arakinemon must be there. And so it ends on kind of a sad note, actually, um, because they all wake up and uh, realize that actually, according to the news, there's control spires all over the place now. Yeah. There was like, it was like a Christmas episode and the last five minutes is like, oh, wait, we have a plot. We have to move forward. Kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I have to say about a Christmas episode. It was mostly montaging and digivolution animation. I feel like I do actually have um, some things to say. There was a small part I didn't go over where TK's mom is meeting Davis's dad to get some kind of paperwork from him, if I understand this correctly. Yeah, because she's like a journalist. Yeah, but what does Davis's dad do? Undetermined. Hands papers to ladies out in public. Yeah, and then there's the new villain that she runs into. Yeah, um, Richard from IT. Man, I don't get that reference. What? Yeah, I don't get that reference. No, what's his name? His name's not Richard. Shoot, what's his... The... From IT crowd, the one who's in the, um, server room. I... I don't remember. What? Garrett! It's been years. I am like... I am ashamed of both of us. Uh, Richmond. Gosh darn it. Oh. That's bad. Yeah. Richmond. It's Richmond from the IT crowd. I have lost my nerd card today, I think. That's fine, I I guess. You can have it back. I don't, I don't oh, really thanks. feel like taking it. Thanks. Um, cool. Yeah, but she runs into... Richmond from IT crowd, basically, and except with a little more color, actually. And uh, he talks about the Odaiba fog incident. I don't actually know what they're talking about. That's uh back in 01 when the Digimon came to the real world and then like it was all foggy and stuff during the Myotismon arc. Okay. Um, yeah, and then he's like apparently uh, investigating this all and... So he tells her, like, oh, she was supposed to help him, and she didn't, I guess, and so 
now he's like, don't worry about it. I, I'm already taking care of it. And she's like, depending on which version you're listening to, she's either way, she's worried. But well, he's kind dub, of a creep. She, yeah. Yeah. In the dub, she sounds like Catherine Hepburn, though, which I was like totally into. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so they, they, he just kind of like knows about things and then disappears. So it's not clear. He kind of looks like a Digimon faking being human to me. Um, fair. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah, he, he ends it with like, oh, the incident has only just begun. And I'm like, oh, right. it's not ominous new evil guy. Maybe he's helping them get to the real world somehow. Who knows? Something like that. I only vaguely remember what happens, to be honest. Something's going on there. Um, and uh, then I have some general questions. Okay. Um, why is Mimi dressed like Little Miss Muffet to go to sleep? Uh, one does not question Mimi's fashion sense. I I am. I'm calling it nope. into question. I, well, I'm saying you can't, so... Well, you uh, are too close to the subject. <laughs> too close to the subject. Okay. To have opinions. Anyway, yeah. Uh, America. Uh, we live here. I have not seen anyone wear a hat like that who wasn't um, pretending to be Mother Goose or someone of her uh, ilk. Maybe it keeps her head warm. I mean, for sure. But who wouldn't want a warm head when they're sleeping? I mean, you probably because you well, get yes. really warm when you're sleeping. What normal person wouldn't? I don't know. I don't. I can't think if I've ever worn a hat to bed. The only thing is, uh, maybe she's like curling her hair the old-fashioned way, doing it overnight, and needs to keep the curlers in check but it looked really smooth that's usually bumpy so i don't think they're representing it correctly visually representing it correctly that's probably fine it's also only for like a second that we see her yes but it was an important second because i saw it and i was like what the fuck is that (laughs) um and then okay so then they show ken's mom with this lady and Ken's mom is like, Oh, uh, I forgot what she says, but then the other lady's like, Oh yeah, your son has really changed. The lady is making jewelry. I don't know if, if Ken's mom is working or their house. I, it doesn't look like their house to me. Yeah. It looks, uh, it looks like some shop place. I don't know. Maybe she works at a craft store. That's kind of what it looked like. The other lady was making jewelry. And then I don't know in the back, it kind of looked like they had, wine glasses or something i couldn't at first i thought maybe it was a restaurant but then i was like who makes jewelry in a restaurant uh, maybe, maybe it's, it's the like, places that moms go to hang out and do do that sort of thing i mean that's probably uh those places surely exist i'm sure they do yes um yes and then uh then there's a part so they all get their digimon and everybody's excited about it and then sora they're all going to matt's concert and Sora's standing around with a gift box, and Ty apparently takes it fine, and everybody's proud of him that he's like, yeah, go ahead and give Matt that stuff. Is The only one who seemed fine was Agum. Agumon's the only one that commented on it. Yeah, I mean, Sora seems... She was worried he was going to be upset. 
And then he's not. And Ty's like, oh yeah, there was this love triangle subplot at some point, huh? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, I have no feelings about that love triangle side, side plot. I mean, whatever. They're kids. They can like whoever they like. I think I think Try has more to it than, than O2, which is interesting. More to the love triangle? Yeah, like it it folk it does words um it just features it more oh okay got you interesting um like this seems just really throw away because it's just like a thing that quickly happens and they could have used that animation on something else i don't understand like a lot of things (laughs) but why this this whole thing this whole episode seemed like it was Christmas filler, like a hundred percent. Minus like the last five minutes. Yeah, which I guess is fine. It's not like a huge big deal or anything, but it was just, I don't know. I'm not sure why they chose to do this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's fine. I guess like it's whatever. It, again, it's mostly montages and digivolution sequences. I was also I also made some comments about that in my notes because I was like, really. Really, I mean, at the end, they like they go from stock footage into more stock footage. Yes, it's just like we'll get there. But yeah, also, um, I don't understand why. So I don't know in the in the sub if they're playing the same song, but in the dub, apparently, Matt's band has one song. And Matt's band's just bad. It's the same goddamn song every time. I've had canon that Matt's singing is what set off the Dark Tower. <laughs> okay, I guess that could be. I mean, clearly, like, the tower starts glowing when Matt starts singing. Surely there's something going on. <laughs> They're actually just um, a series of rock critics who set up this um, tower situation. Boy, I don't know if I'd call that rock. Well, that's why they're upset about it. I guess we pop critics maybe would be more accurate. Yeah. Listen, I don't know much about music. Or maybe shitty teenage punk. Yeah, I don't know if that really counts as punk, but maybe. Uh, it could it could be pop punk, but it's the too worst bad kind for of that. Punk, just for the record. Hmm. Worst kind of punk. I disagree highly, but we we don't need to talk about my bad music taste on this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, okay, However, yes. you're you're wrong, and that's fine. Okay, I'm okay with that. I guess. Um, yes, and what else did I have to say? Um, also, I think it's rude that they keep talking about Ken in third person in front of his face. I, because he yeah. laughs, and they're like, oh, Ichijoji-kun is laughing. He's got such a nice voice, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, dudes, I'm standing right here. Like, Well, I mean, I is that rude or is that polite in Japanese? I don't know. Oh, oh that's a good point. I may be being um, ethnocentric or not ethno, but... Uh, Listen, it's early, but whatever that word <laughs> it's is. It's not that early. It's it's early for my brain. It's, mm, it's later than normal. You're later than normal. 
yes i yeah that's how time works i guess well anyway um miyako is totally low-key hitting on ken too at that point too yeah totes and let's see what else uh i I guess that's the thing um this this episode kind of resolves the the subplot of people not trusting ken even though they kind of brought it up for an episode and then dropped it again till now well, it felt to me like it was it was more like they were they trusted him. Ken didn't trust. Well, Cody didn't trust him. Yeah, I guess Cody was the single holdout. I guess I guess they kind of did bring it up sometimes with Cody, but I don't know. I feel like there just like wasn't enough like during it. We just kind of ended at this resolution to it. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Which I guess is good. I don't know. It's all done now. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. They're closing up some some plot stuff before the next arc, I guess. Good. That's good. Um, but so I they they show these Digimon running rampant and everybody's scared and running away, right? Mm-hmm. But then they don't show us if anybody gets murdered, and that's the important part. Well, it's a kids show. They can't murder. Okay. Well, no, that's not necessarily true um yeah i I guess no one got murdered yeah so like the digimon are stomping around and doing whatever and nobody's getting hurt so are they really that dangerous like are they just causing property damage is that why everybody's upset well the kids just got there so fast before the murder could start maybe maybe hmm yeah i have questions about that though like, why are they, it feels like unnecessary to attack them if they're not doing any real damage. They were clearly going to do property damage and they're clearly chasing people around. I mean, but property aren't people like we're taking the lives maybe of these Digimon because they're. No, they were put back into the digital world. Okay. Well, that's better. That's true. I hadn't thought about that, that they're going back into the... But, like, that's clearly the part, because they, they open up a gate on the laptop and push them all back through. <laughs> like, get out! <laughs> this, this is our world. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, also, yeah, I have a note about the whole um, them wasting time in this episode thing, because the... So they, so the, all the season one that Digivolve when they break the tower, they do it all in one grid. So they're all at once. But then each of the O2 ones are separate. And then they also Geogress, which is like, guys, that's. (laughs) They do. They're lazy. They go back from armor to then go back into regular champions. So then they can Geogress. Yeah, it, it was bad. It's kind of ridiculous. It was real bad. I wasn't into it. Like, just make the episode shorter, then. Don't make me watch this, because I... I... I don't think they can just, like, make an episode shorter, though. I feel like like they, I would rather they did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have, like, a time slot they need to fit. Well, they should stop that. I mean, they could have just constructed the story to not need the stock footage. 
Also that, yeah. I don't know why they're choosing not to do that, but they're wrong. Uh, there's maybe production issues or something going on. Who knows? There's also like four songs this episode. Yeah, there were a lot of songs. Which is cool, I guess. Um, I mean, it was fine. It was like, guys, we need to finish something so we can go on Christmas holiday. <laughs> well, I mean, when did they produce these? Because I would think that probably they're not made at Christmas. Maybe they were really behind. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it It's just definitely very Christmas holiday thing. And they used it to kind of close up some plot points and then start the next arc. And then there's like this middle section that doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't like it's fine. I just don't have a lot to say about it. Fair. Um There's also, like a weird one-off thing with Matt and his dad about his dad having to work late that goes nowhere. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It it feels like they're trying to pull the parents into this episode a lot, which is fine, I guess, but it's also just kind of like why why are we seeing all maybe- these people suddenly? Maybe the Matt's dad will will come into it. Like I don't know. Like the other ones made sense. Like uh, TK's mom made sense because that's dealing with like the incident and and new villain guy. Uh, Ken's mom's fine because that's kind of closing up the the Ken learning how to people thing. Matt's dad just kind of seems like the weird one. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that was about, other than maybe someone just really liked Matt's dad, and they were like, let's put Matt's dad in here. I mean, maybe it's meant to be a callback to, um, to 01, where, like, when the Digimon came to the real world, there's a lot with Matt's dad specifically. I don't know. Hmm, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they were doing. Could possibly had canon into the theory that Matt's dad was one of the original 80, 80s kids that went to the digital world before 01 and stuff. Also, again, maybe could be. Um, but that's just more fan, th- fan theory, really, and like retroactively looking at that. That that would be more of a retcon, if anything. I doubt they'd have that planned way back when. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Or not. Ever. Or not. Ever, ever, ever. Which is sad. No, There's d- so d- much like lore that could be really good in here, and then they just like meh. I. I bring this up a lot when talking about Digimon just being upset about the like the new projects they've they've announced. Like their next new thing is just more stuff with the O one kids. I don't know I don't think it's good. Like Larry did try and like that petered out pretty poorly in my opinion. Like I think that really went downhill in the later half. Um I'm not sure of general fan consensus but that that was my takeaway from it and just i i'm kind of disappointed that we're just seeing more stuff with the one kids like i wish they'd they have so much other stuff they could they could touch upon like they could animate like the rio games like that'd be something i'm sure people would love that i'd love that that would be interesting to see um i mean they could do something with the o2 kids they could do something with tamers they could maybe animate some of the game stuff they're doing like the game stuff is really where all their new and unique ideas are going recently and the animation side has just kind of been rehashing 01 kids to bank on nostalgia 
Yeah, I don't, which, like, fine, I guess, whatever, but I wasn't that nostalgic for them, honestly. <laughs> I'm not nostalgic for the 01 kids anymore. Like, it, I don't know, like, Try brought up way more interesting things that were the, that weren't the 01 kids that I'd rather them focus on. Well, you should write them a letter and let them know. I'd have to, like, write them a letter and then find someone who could translate that letter into Japanese. I mean, for all you know, they speak English. Yeah. Because their country actually gives a shit about education. I mean, possible, but I also don't think... I doubt Toy gives a shit about their overseas market. <laughs> That's interesting. Why is that? Um, I mean, just from, like, various one-off comments every so often and just hearing stories about other things with, with other products where they don't necessarily want to cater towards um overseas and stuff i mean that's totally fair although interesting because i think a lot of people complain about how much the american market caters to um overseas stuff i mean it it's different depending on like what what country it is like the, things are made for for different reasons sometimes cool Boy, this this really took a turn. This just we really got nothing to say about this episode. Uh, well, I do have one last thing to say, and I sent this to you last night when I was watching it, but you didn't answer me. Well, um, it was one a.m. That's true. Or almost two a.m. What was the timestamp on this? It was oh, okay. No, it was only one fifteen a.m. Yeah, only. <laughs> I was sleeping. Well missed out but yeah um i was watching this episode and yoli um is outdoors in her little hat and coat and stuff and i had this moment where i realized that i am one red pea coat away from a yoli cosplay that's true but anyway yeah i don't i don't have one and um yeah uh that's all that i have to say about this episode um, I think I covered everything I wanted to say about this. Oh, they do bring up Ken's dead brother, like, instantly, which is probably not the best. Yeah, kind of rudely. Like, y'all. Leave that poor boy alone. Yeah, also June's in this episode. That's something to point out. I guess, yeah. June's in this episode. Ta-da. Um, she's annoying. Like, she's always annoying. Yeah, like nothing new. She's just there. With pom-poms. Yeah. Um, They went after the tower first, which is a s smart, strategic move. I'm proud of them. Yes, they're thinking like warriors now, I guess. I think that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> statisticians. Not statisticians. That's a different thing. Uh, it's early. Um, oh, everybody gives uh, Dave a shit at the end, which is a good touch. Well, okay. Like, as much as I love Davis getting dunked on, I don't think he was wrong this time. No. I know. I don't know why they're being dicks to him. Like, they always are. Yeah, I mean, they always are, but like... This time I actually think it's unfounded because like they comment on how like Ken has changed or whatever. And Dave's just like, I don't see that. 
And it's like, oh, Davis, you're so dumb. But I'm like, no, Davis just saw who Ken really was before any of you did. Yeah, you're the ones that are, are wrong. Right, y'all are behind the curve. Like, this is. So while I appreciate Davis getting dunked on, he didn't deserve it this time. Oh shit! How do you feel about that? Uh, D- Davis is kind of a good character. <gasps> Garrett. This isn't I... even the first time I've said this. <gasps> it's always shocking, though. Like, Davis being a shit doesn't make him a bad character. It <gasps> happens to do the opposite. Oh my god. I know, Shaq. Uh... Essentially, yes. Yeah. Anyway, Atman? Um, yep. Cool. Atman also happened this week. Things happened in Atman. Would you like to tell us about them? Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, this episode was, though, uh, Bring Gachiman Back. Grandpa Denimon's Test. Or in Japanese, words go here. Um, so this episode is about how you get a new Apple driver. Yes. And some other stuff, but it, it, it ends in getting a new Apple driver. We, we, everybody has Apple duos now, um, at the end of this episode. Um, I, man, how do you even explain this episode? It's kind of like, they're sad. Deus Ex Grandpa comes up. Deus Ex Underground Library Room happens. Deus Ex Grandpa uploading his brain to the internet happens. They climb a mountain to a phone booth that no one knows what it is, which is really sad. Um, <sighs> yeah. They have to chase after it from a monster. It was all a test from Minerva. They've Minerva's decided that that the kids have grown as people. And then they get their Atmon back. But their Atmon were back before, they just didn't remember. But then they got them back and they did remember. Them being the the Atmon themselves, just for clarity. Yeah. Also, there's a weird one-off line where Minerva maybe just created all Atmon. Oh, I didn't even notice that. When, when does that... Yeah. It was weird, because like... Uh... Grandpa was like, yeah, Minerva created the Apple drivers in Atmon. And I'm like, wait a second. Hold up. Like, all Atmon? Just the partner Atmon? Like, clarification, please? And he was like, nope, and just went la 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 and ran away. Yeah. Didn't answer your question at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. But Grandpa's pretty great. I like Grandpa. I find him mildly annoying, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I like him. <laughs> then I have different uh, interests in terms of uh, <clears throat> personalities for characters, I guess. He He's quirky old man who uploaded himself to the internet. Yeah. Also, we can talk about that really, like oddly dark part where it's just like Leviathan keeps trying to to kill him and then when he's finally on his on like in the hospital on like machines and stuff Leviathan finally gets him well yeah that's but he I think he kind of knew it was coming so it's not yeah but it's still like a sticker on his head that says fully backed up 
Right. But, like, that's still, like, a terrifying thought. I suppose. Like, that's some good techno techno thriller stuff there. Just, like, an AI chasing you down and trying to kill you. Yes. Um. I also felt like, uh, maybe he stopped trying to fight and went with the gonna die thing because he was old and probably has cancer and stuff. I mean, also that. Well, like, it, yeah, it was, like, also the thing of, like, fighting back was almost futile because he was a human meatbag fighting a machine. <laughs> a human meatbag, baby. I don't know what you're referencing. Oh, it's a teenage dirtbag song called that, I think. I think it's what it's called. Man, I know I've heard that song and I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Mm, I'll find it for you for the show notes so everyone can realize what a horrible rendition that was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Ah, yes. I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea. You seem less enthused. I, well, but that's not like my bag anyway, so maybe that's why. I don't know. I feel like if that was a Star Trek episode, you would have been on board about that a star trek episode where they upload themselves into the whatever wait are you implying that i only don't like this because it's not star trek mm, no mm, can sounds like it no i was just implying that if it was framed differently it might have been up your alley ah okay well maybe which is um, a polite way of being like yeah <laughs> Well, okay. I'll just sit here and be called out, I guess. That's fine. I mean, you're not denying it, per se. Per se. Per se. There probably is already a Star Trek episode about that, too. Mm, Possibly, yes. Anyway. That aside... His grandfather makes a pun with Haru's name, which is really good. Like, grandpa, old man puns, I'm I'm super down with. <laughs> I'm beginning to see why you like this character so much. Because he's quirky and makes puns? Because yes. he's like all of the things that you like in a character, yes. I, that's not even, like, necessarily true. Many of the things you like in a character. If this was a magical girl, I think this would be your favorite character now. I... I just I I I disagree with that, and I think if if Grandpa stuck around for longer, it would start to to wear thin pretty quick. I think his thing where he yells all the time kind of bothers me. See, I'm done with that, and like I I don't like the Apple Duo as much because it has less yelling. <laughs> Wait, there's less yelling. I might actually be into these now. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. It felt like the Apple Duo had less had less yelling and stuff. It also might not use Grandpa's voice anymore. I, I don't, I'm not sure. It probably mm-hmm. still does. It just wasn't as yelly. God bless them. I feel like the you know parent who someone buys your kids the uh, t- those spiders that you scream at and they move. And they finally broke, and the kids are like really upset. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm that sucks, guys. So sorry. Wow, that just I didn't even know that no was a toy. Yelling. 
Oh, God, yeah. I forgot what they're called, but yeah, there's these spider thingies, and they the, to get them to crawl, you have to yell at them. And the louder you yell, the faster they crawl. Not not okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway, any it, just imagine any kind of, like, loud yelly toy and... And the parents just like, nah, I'm over this. Okay. That's me. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. You don't sound like it's cool. It's it's fine. I'm just like, man, I, I don't know what's going on here, but that's okay. You don't know what's going on where? Uh, here. In, in, in our special... Uh, podcasting studio bunker yeah anyway digimon yes um all the kids seem to mistake grandpa as, as hyper mario too which i don't know what that is i don't know if that's like an in-world thing i assume yeah, it is that's what i was assuming was but which is weird because it's very clearly dr wiley from mega man also possible like and he was like jumping out of pipes and stuff in his apid form. His apid form's so good. Yes, I, it seemed like an interesting choice. I I wasn't not into it. It was interesting, but it uh, they kind of I don't know. They kind of just used it when he was talking to him inside of the uh, when sorry when Haru was talking to Grandpa inside of the vending machine well maybe that's all the vending machine could render possible although it seemed to be rendering the drinks fine and like relatively higher i mean but rendering a drink and rendering a person are are two different things i suppose so yes or maybe he just has an aesthetic that he likes i would venture to guess it's more likely that that feels more accurate to me. More like that's fair. Also, there's like this point where like everybody's sad because like their Apple drivers are broken and their Atmon are gone. That's like a plot point in this episode too. Yes. For the beginning, I like, we we never brought it up, and I'm like, eh, we we might as well bring that up. That's a thing oh, that, okay. that is happening. Yeah, they're very sad because their um, their Atmon are gone. Which is fair. I understand that is sad. Yeah, it's just like it's just like the super tropey way to go about it, which isn't necessarily bad. It's just yeah. I was going to say I don't. You, it kind of sounds like you aren't into it. I mean, I generally don't like those tropes in media to begin with. So, what? Which eh? part, and why not? Uh I don't know. It's the like, uh, just, like, depowering, power loss, etc. Like, I don't necessarily care for those plot points pretty much, like, ever. Hmm. Okay. What would you prefer that they do? Um. I don't know. <laughs> but you know you don't like this. Yeah. I mean, if it's a choice they made, it's valid, it's fine. It's just not, not my cup of tea, trope-wise. Fair enough. Um. um, to the credit of the show, though, it, it kind of it kind of gets 
gloss through pretty quick and it kind of they get past it pretty quick so it's got that going for it well and i also want to point out that i was right that they aren't dead they were dead hello no they're not they were never dead they would just went back to the internet i feel like they were dead they were not dead their memories were gone therefore they were dead they're not dead they just have amnesia that's not the same thing People with amnesia can leave full, lead full lives. Like, well, yeah, that's fair. I think they were dead and came back. Well, you can think that if you like. I can. I will. I see that. Yes. Okay. I recognize your rights to do so. Okay. Cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Um. I, uh, I, okay, so I, the, they go back to the hideout underneath of the bookstore. Oh, Deus Ex hideout. And, and I is explaining the, the story of this place. And I don't, oh, shoot. Oh, sorry. My laptop went off all of a sudden. Um, I don't understand the timeline entirely. So she says the whole house belonged to somebody, somebody rich. Uh And then her great grandfather rented it as a private library. And then at some point it turned into a bookstore, quote, since my grandfather's generation. So So I think it was rented to Haru's grandfather. And then after he like died or whatever, I's grandfather then converted into a bookstore. Well, it sounds like to me, like, okay, so I don't... Assuming that they're not related, it sounds like I's great-grandfather rented it as a private library from someone who had a bunch of money. Then, at some point, his descendants turned it into a bookstore, and around the same time it was turned into a bookstore, Haru's grandfather rented a room there just before I's dad inherited the bookstore. Something like that? Which still doesn't explain why her father doesn't know about the secret thing underneath of the bookstore. Like, Who knows? It also has like 50 entrances because Ray just shows up. Yeah. And yeah, they bring it up and he's like, don't worry about it. Basically. Which like, fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. I, I don't know. Um... They they techno babbled away the Atmon losing their memory because the pairing link broke. I'm into I'm into some good techno babble explanations. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, I already talked about the said part where where Minerva possibly created all Atmon. Well, hold hold on. So they are are wandering around the basement looking for um this door. I guess that Haru's grandfather told him would be there. And then they find it and they go into the room and all there is is a phone and a light and the the phone rings and then the light's really bright and then they're transported into an AR field, which I feel like is a, a reference to uh, the Matrix. Did you feel that way? Oh, the phone? Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. And then... Um, and then they find their Atmon, and that's when they realize that they don't have their memories anymore. 
And there's this adorable part where Hackman wanders up to Ray and goes, should I hack you? Ha ha, hack, hack. And it's just freaking adorable. Yeah, it's like not only do they lose, well, I guess it's a part of losing their memories, but they were all just like super out of character too. Yeah. Yeah, like Musamon's kind of a dick and uh, Dokumon doesn't, isn't falling all over himself about Aerie. Um, so you're saying that Dokumon was an improvement? Maybe, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Gachman seems like himself to me, actually. But yeah, yeah. He just doesn't remember Haru. Gachman is just like, I, I Google things. <laughs> like, who are you? I'll find out. Okay, cool. Fine, he just has retrograde amnesia. It's not a big deal. Look it over it. Um, yeah, and then, um, then we're to the part you were talking about with Minerva. Yep. Uh, I can't remember if I said this the last time they brought up the Minerva Leviathan lore thing, but. I'm wondering if they decided to call her Minerva because um, Leviathan is essentially born out of her head and her eyeball when they show it. And that's also how Minerva was born. Possibly. Minerva is also the mythological Roman goddess of wisdom. Yeah, I'm talking about her birth story. Okay. So same goddess. Yeah. Wisdom. I guess wisdom. I don't... Knowledge is more kind of what I would... But maybe both. I I mean, the the wiki says wisdom. And strategic warfare. Yeah. Yeah. And the sponsors of arts, trade, and strategy. Yeah, she's pretty rad. Um... Yeah, that's pretty pretty rad set of things. Like, art's pretty cool. Trade is important. Strategy's good. Yes. Um, and then Grandpa says, like, Minerva probably saw you all were strong and picked you for that reason. Or maybe she had some other reason. Uh, here, go up to the top of this mountain and find the phone booth. And the Find the phone booth to express your true feelings. Yeah. And everybody's like, what's a phone booth? Yeah, they have that. Was it Apple that did the what's a computer thing? I have issues about that ad. Yes. Two. I think everyone does. I don't think it, some people don't, but well, they're wrong. It's a bad ad. It yes. it, it doesn't replace a computer, but whatever. <laughs> it's also not the same thing. Like you. Mm. You okay? Do you need a minute? No. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. No, I don't need a minute. I was gonna ask which one you meant, but that's okay. Cool. It's fine. It's a bad um, ad. Yes. Uh, but I had flashbacks to it from this what's a phone booth business. I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe someone needs to ask a child if they know what a computer is. Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever heard my nephew talk about a computer. He knows what a tablet and a phone are. But like a tablet and a phone are pretty much computers though. Like I don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think, I, he- I think 
I think playing that off is weird because you're just trying to rename something that could be tech that's technically considered a computer to just yeah, be whatever. Well, it was just stupid. They're like, wow, look at this thing we have that's totally new and no one else does and we're so special and it's like actually you're not go to hell um yeah i don't i didn't like it It, it's forcing the novelty but i mean that's functionally what apple has been doing since the dawn of time you know at least in recent memory where they're like this is so cool and new and everyone's like wow it's so cool and new and then people who have Android phones are like, actually, we've had that for 400 years. And they're like, no, but it's Apple now, so it's better. About that. Yeah. Boy, like, let's not devolve into just discussing this. Okay. Can we just, we'd be here a while. Yeah. Um, Kids not knowing what a phone booth is makes sense, though. I don't know about that. When's the last time you've seen a phone booth? Well, I haven't seen a phone booth in a while, but I feel like it's still part of culture. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's different in Japan, but, you know, Doctor Who has a phone booth and Superman still has this phone booth. Well, I don't know if Superman does, but like the, the idea of it, I think, is still around. I don't know. Like, I, man, I also would be curious to ask a child if they know what the TARDIS is or what it's supposed to be. Probably depends on how nerdy their parents are. That's true. Because, I mean, technically it's a police callback. Yes. Yes. If you're really going to get semantical, I don't know if that's a word it is now. Yes. It sounds like it's not. (laughs) Well, you said it is, so it is now. Yeah. I I willed it into existence. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, um... I'm on what the fence if uh, if Ray is less of a dick now and more of a character. Well, I think he definitely has these feelings that he he sort of. Oh, so this is actually a comment I wanted to bring up that Haru she asks if he wants to be a protagonist, and he's being saved by everyone else all the time, like like a protagonist. Well, I don't think that's true because a protagonist. I don't know. A main character should be... Well, okay, so, like, if you're the main character of Twilight, yeah. But, like, the main character of Doctor Who, they're running around saving themselves most of the time. Most main characters are, like, learning and growing as people and taking charge of their lives and whatever. I mean, doesn't Mm. feel like her is doing that too much. Uh, I don't know. I disagree with that. I think in this instance, he's being saved, sure, but that happens to heroes and protagonists. I mean, it does at times, yes. But it feels like it happens to Haru a lot, to me. I mean, does it? Like, I mean, m- maybe it just seems more because it's back-to-back with the Eugen thing? Maybe. I mean, because there was clearly that, like, because the exact opposite happens in the one episode where um they're stuck on that train, Haru and Yujin, and Haru just like takes care of things. Hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is just because this particular episode is striking that chord for me. Um. Hmm. 
Or I'm just more accepting of, you know, hot-blooded shonen action heroes who are bumbling fools sometimes. (laughs) Can you repeat that sentence again? Hot-blooded shonen... Hot-blooded, hot-blooded. Okay, yeah. Definitely. I'm totally with you. Okay. I don't want to know what you thought I said. (laughs) Uh, It's fine. Okay. Good. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's true, but I maybe they were trying to just make the point that like Haru, it realizes, oh wait, she wants us to grow. Like those are the questions she was using to get us to grow. And right. Yeah. There's this whole like, un the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. There. There's this whole um. <laughs> message of how all the questions were to push the kids forward so they could mature and grow more as people and that the Atmon also did that for them but they also needed to learn that they can't just rely on the Atmon but they need to use the experiences that they gained through it to then push themselves forward and become better people yeah messages nice. I, I raised nice. my hands and waved them in the air I, like I know that doesn't come care? across in audio not too much yeah. Um and then uh that part kind of happens while this giant ice troll monster thing is coming down the hill to eat them. Yeah. Something like that. I was wondering if you've ever seen the movie Troll Hunter? No. You might like it. It's kind of like a Godzilla movie for uh Scandinavian countries. Okay. Uh, um, but the cinematog- Does it have politics? Uh, I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I saw that movie. If it has politics, probably will like it a lot. Hmm. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, but the, the cinematography of this felt to me like it was, uh, from Troll Hunter. So I don't know if they, I don't know when that came out. Has to have been before this, I think. But anyway, it's a good movie. I think everyone should see it. I think. <laughs> I I hate recommending stuff that I haven't seen in a while because I'm like I don't remember what's in it anymore. That's fair. Hmm. So they get their new digivices. Yep. And uh, then I wrote down. Boy, I could make a lot of jokes about asserting, inserting here that Garrett won't approve of. And then I wrote, touch, touch, touch me. And then the advice <laughs> at the end of this was, after you do an insertion, go eat a meal to fill your stomach. <laughs> but I, so. I, that about sums it up. <laughs> uh, Insertion's probably not the best thing to have just the device repeat. Yeah. I mean, it could be much worse. Like, they're all... They're all pretty bad. Well, no, just explosive insertion is really bad, and yeah, I don't know how that slid past. I mean, rhythmic insertion also. That's, yeah. I mean, sounds great. I would be up for it, but it I don't think it's appropriate for a children's show. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and... Um, yeah, and then Ray actually says nothing, and I don't think Hara did either. 
when it was his turn. Haru just said what uh, what Eugen said, which was in search in me. Nice. (sighs) (laughs) Why are you sighing at me? No, no, no reason. Nothing. Everything's fine. Liar. Uh, Yelp. Anyway. And then they win. They do. And then, but then the bad guy, night guy, he appears as like a hologram. So I'm like, what the hell, Minerva? What games are you playing at? You brought them here and now he knows where they are. And he's like making them go to this cemetery thing, which can't be that legendary since we've never heard of it. Man, the fact that there's, a, that there's an Atmon cemetery, though, is pretty sweet. Well, I mean, but what are they burying there because they don't die? Well, if you watched the episode preview for last week, for next week, you'd know. Wait, for last week or for next week? No, for next week. I, I oh. got my words confused in the middle of that. Because you were excited to tell me how wrong I was? Yes. Uh, that's okay. It is exciting. Uh, yeah. for some reason you don't watch episode previews. I don't. I don't know. I just feel like it's cheating. I I don't want to know what happens until I get there. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, how long have you known me now? Is that any kind of surprise? Um, kind of a little bit. Really? Hmm. I mean, I don't like surprises. That's true. But I don't feel like these are particularly surprising. Is that harsh to say? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have as much to say about this or anything else per se. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought these were fine. I mean, I think one is better than the other. I, I, I don't think that's a difficult choice this week. Oh, okay. All right. So which one did you like better? Well, I think the Atmon one's better. Yeah, I think so too, actually. I mean, things happen in it. I mean... I kind of enjoyed the Christmas episode in a way. It was kind of a nice change of pace. Um, it wasn't poorly done Christmas episode. It wasn't like That's they true. had, you know, the Star Wars sing along Christmas thing or whatever that was. I, man, like if that if that happened though, I probably would have been like, yeah, O2's better because this is so awful. <laughs> yeah, that's because you like awful stuff. Well, like, yeah, yes, and. What did you just say? Yes, and. Oh, yes, and. Okay, boy, I can't hear you today. I need to go get my ears cleaned. Okay. I'll put that on my to-do list, I guess. Um. But yeah, I don't have much else to say either. I. Um. It all seemed fine. It's all good here now. Yeah. We're all we're all back to the status quo of of things, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I just think Admon was more interesting because like it had plot things happen throughout the entire episode. Yes. I think it just also held my interest better. Like for O2, I'm like, oh, it's another song montage. I can check Twitter during this. <laughs> Well, I also, so I'm wondering about what happened to, um, there's a scene we didn't talk about where, um, bad guy is saying he doesn't understand why Leviathan's not killing Eugen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because Leviathan just kind of, like, gives orders and doesn't explain anything. Yeah, which is the sign of a good leader. It's also because Eugen's probably a robot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I thought we already know that Eugen is a robot. We saw him. I don't think we know that yet, though. I think that's just a guess we made. I mean, the dude was being all scanned and whatever, and that wasn't I mean, his real mom. I mean, he's a robot. We don't know that. I mean, I guess we don't, but if that's, that is his real mom, like, fucking cold. We, we, we will find out at some point, I assume. Presumably, yes. If they don't figure that out or explain that to us by the end of the series, I am going to be kind of salty. That's fair. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can find the show on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com, where there's links to all sorts of things, like emails and Twitters and all sorts of things. Go there and find out what exactly those sorts of things are. Yeah, you can do it. I believe in you. You want to... probably do also. You want to haiku me? Uh, actually, this week, instead of a haiku, I have a poem. Okay, I guess that's acceptable. It's not that long, I promise. You ready? Yep. Okay. Twas a Digimon Christmas, and everyone was busy, especially the likes of Tentamon and Izzy. Joe played with Gomamon, and Matt and Gabumon ate. Palmon saw Mimi. Isn't that great? Cody and Upamon shared a little sushi, while Poromon sat on Yoli's tushi. Tokamon went caroling, Ken's thankful for friends. Well, in Davis's dreams, the fun never ends. Good night now. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that was good. It's, it's not Christmas right now, but... Well, and I just, for clarity, that's taken from the episode. I I didn't write that, but... What's taken from the episode? The poem. Oh, oh yeah. I, I forgot to watch the dub. <laughs> oh my god, are you telling me I could have taken credit for that? <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Garrett! <laughs> Wait a second, you're giving me shit for not watching the episode thingies, preview thingies. You're not even watching the episodes all the way through. I mean... All the ones we're supposed to watch. Did you, this one time. Dude, you are... You are... Something else. Wow. Okay, cool. I was expecting you to be like groaning and sighing because that's what they did in the episode. Uh, yeah, God. Ah, no. oh, man, I feel fooled. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Digivolution won't be fooled. <laughs> Again or just ever? Ever. Mm-kay. And uh good time. And Merry Christmas. And stop.